Hi guys, welcome to Graceful Savage Studio, Monday mornings with the 18. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So today we're not interviewing anybody. Uh, today we're going to take an opportunity to catch up with each other, Amber and I. Yes. And talk about some topic that we think is significant to the timing in our lives right now. Yes. Uh, Miss Amber decided on this topic today. Why don't you let me know what inspired you? Um, what inspired me for this was just, um, I have a significant situation that has come up in my life and some, something that I've been really dealing with. And I thought that it would be a good subject to hit on because I think a lot of other people could be, um, dealing with these kinds of situations as well. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think we're really good about in our different podcasts is really letting people know that they aren't alone in whatever thing that they're going through. Yes. I think so many times, you know, we go through a struggle or we go even through a good time and we think that we're the only ones who have ever experienced these things. And, Mm -hmm. um, it's not true. Mm -hmm. You aren't the only one. You won't always be the only one. And I mean, everybody's situation might be a little bit different, but it's not the only case. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Absolutely. So. Very nice. Yeah. So this is going to be a subject about gratefulness, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be a little bit more in depth with more in depth than just being grateful. Right. Um, because I know like we discussed a little bit about what you're grateful and it has such more of a backstory to it than that. And the same thing for me, what I'm grateful for has a little bit more of a backstory than sure. just being grateful. Right. What precedes uh, gratitude, what happens when you acknowledge the gratitude and then what happens after you're living a life authentically with gratitude. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. Would you like to start today? I would love to start today. Fabulous. I always make you start off with what you're (laughs) grateful for. So absolutely. I think it's probably my turn to <laughs> to be first. Well, plus, like I, I'm ready. I want to hear about this this uh, new this new pa- chapter in your story. So yeah, uh, it is a new chapter, and it's not a new chapter. It's something that I have been dealing with for a while, and so what I'm grateful for is no shame. Mm. That's kind of like my title of my gratefulness. And so let me back up and kind of explain what my no shame is. Um, There is a very significant anniversary that is um, happening. And I don't talk about it a lot, um, especially with clients, because um, I'm embarrassed of it. And it's something that I shouldn't be embarrassed of because at the same time, I'm proud of it as well. So... I have been working in the beauty industry for well over a decade. I'm 13, 14 years in, something like that. But I've been doing makeup for a long time, and I have been styling hair. So I have not been a cosmetologist that entire time where I have had a cosmetology license. So I've been doing things like updos for weddings and photo shoots and stuff, you know, just like styling hair, but not actually cutting and Uh, coloring hair or highlighting hair or whatever. And so I've been in in the industry for a really long time. 
And I know I've talked about it before in the past where I had a job and I was laid off. Um, and what I decided to do when I was laid off was go back to school and I actually got my cosmetology license. And I'm really proud of the fact that I started a new chapter in my life and became a cosmetologist. Um, I'm legal now. <laughs> I can legally work on your hair and do all of those things. And I went to school at the age of 41. I was older than all my instructors. I was older than most of the girls in my class. I was older than their moms. Um, so everyone could have been my kid. Um, and it was... Uh, and a pretty amazing um, experience as far as I got to, I think, really inspire a lot of people to start over because I basically had to start over and going to school. And that's something I'm so proud of, of the fact that here I am in my 40s, starting over, starting a new phase in my life and starting this chapter. But when it comes to people sitting down in my chair and they're like, so how long have you been doing this? I get real shameful and I'm ashamed of the fact that it took me 41 years to figure this out and to um, start my life uh -huh. and because I really do feel like I'm just now starting my life um, and so it's really been something I've had to deal with um, being shameful about starting so late and um, but is it late or is it on time? Because could you have handled yes. this a decade before? How, would you have resonated to the same way? Would you have grown? Would you have accepted it? No. No. And that's where the part of me where I'm proud of it, where I'm proud of where I'm coming. And the and I'm proud of the fact that I was able to start over at so late in the game. But it is embarrassing when people are like, oh, you've only been doing this a year. And I think part of it is I feel mistrusted. Um, I think people are going to, are going to judge me and go, oh, well, you don't know what you're doing. I want somebody else. And so I, I get really embarrassed about it. And I have decided that no more, I'm not going to be like that anymore. And so I'm grateful for the fact that I have no more shame. I have no more shame in my game because do you know what? We all have to start somewhere. And just because it took me over 40 years to start, did it really? Yeah, right. <laughs> I've always been that girl who, even in elementary school, was braiding everyone's hair, was putting makeup on people. Um, I've always just been that girl. It's always been in me where um, I've always been artistic in every way. I started singing when I was six years old. I started playing piano when I was five years old. I started drawing when I was in high school. It's like artsy fartsy stuff is who I am. Hair and makeup is artsy fartsy. Mm -hmm. No matter how you slice or dice it, I'm creating something beautiful. Uh, whether it be a highlight or a braid or it be the perfect shade of lipstick for you, it's my art. I see your face as my canvas. I see your hair as something to be uh, maybe um, sculpted, uh -huh. if you will. And so I just am really grateful for the fact that I am allowing myself to shed the shame of starting late in life in what I'm doing. 
What a nice anniversary gift to give yourself. Well, it's definitely something that I think I'm going to have to keep reminding myself. Right. It's um, it's not easy, um, and it's probably something I probably won't be bringing up really ever again because it's like, there, I said it. I've only been a cosmetologist for a year, people. I've only been a cosmetologist for a year. Uh-huh. But I feel like I've been, I was meant to do this my whole life uh-huh. in that. Uh-huh. And I really feel like I am good at it. In our last podcast, we talked about how we can't please everybody. Yes, I have had some clients that have not been 100% pleased with the job that I've done. But they're also, I have to realize that I didn't do a bad job. I just didn't necessarily give them exactly what maybe they were asking for. And it could have been maybe just a miscommunication on our part. Um, in both of us, them communicating what they wanted to me and me misunderstanding what they were trying to get at. Um, I think that every stylist has that issue at some point. Um, but I also need to realize that the job that I did in and of itself was not a bad job. It just was maybe not the job that was expected. Uh-huh. And so I need to also realize that um, that I am good at what I do and that I, I need to keep going forth with... Um, with that energy knowing that I, because that always reverts me back to like, well, God, I've only been doing this a year, you know, and I need to shed that shame and really be grateful for how far I have come. And for the fact that I was allotted this amazing opportunity to be able to go back to school, I was laid off for a reason. I was laid off because the man upstairs knew that I needed to get my cosmetology license. And if I would not have been laid off, I would not have been able to collect unemployment while I went to school. And I would have never been able to afford to actually go to school because I would have had to been working another full-time job to be able to survive because let's face it, Southern California is very expensive to live in and you have to have a job. And, um, Yes, I was scrimping and scraping and living, <laughs> living off of unemployment, but I was allotted that opportunity to be able to just go to school full time, knock it out, get it done and be on my way. Uh-huh. And I'm grateful for all of those different steps that led up to that. Uh-huh. Nobody wants to be laid off, but I'm grateful that I was. Nobody wants to have to live just off of unemployment, but I was grateful that I was allowed to. You know, nobody wants to have to start over their life in their 40s. But I here I am. Uh-huh. And it's an amazing journey. I've learned so much about myself. I have grown beyond anything that I could have ever imagined. And I'm in this place of just contentment, happiness, peacefulness, and no shame. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm grateful for. I love it. <laughs> Step off, oh, step off the soapbox now <laughs> and go. <laughs> well, um, what, before that we recorded this episode, Amber and I like to take a minute to organize our thoughts. And I was expressing to her what I was, what my uh, part of the this episode would be. And you said something along the lines of the fact that I spent twenty eight years developing a certain mm-hmm. habit and a certain mm-hmm. thought. And 
you know, wherever this shame that you might have felt comes from, comes from something in your past. It's not just that you woke up one day and you're like, oh, I'm ashamed of this. Because if you met another 40 early or a woman in her early forties, who's in the same position, you wouldn't think negatively of her. You wouldn't distrust her, but that's your personality to, you know, you would want to know more about her story and, you know, all, all of the further details, but there's something ingrained in you that you're willing to confront so that you can move past it and continue developing and continue growing your mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. It's that if I did see somebody else in my same position, I would high five them. Yeah. I'd be like, you go girl. Mm -hmm. Just like at the gym, when I see somebody a little bit heavier set on that treadmill, I want to high five them and be like, keep it up, keep it up. You got this. Exactly. I don't do it because I don't want to offend them, but Mm -hmm. it's something like, keeps going back to the fact that we are need to encourage one another and uplift one another. And I need to realize that people aren't going to necessarily tear me down for where I am in life right now. Mm-hmm. I would like to think people would applaud it. Mm-hmm. And I need to live in the fact that more people will applaud it than downgrade it. Mm-hmm. But I need to realize that I just might not be that person's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And I need to be okay with that. Yes. And that's where I need to let go of that shame because there is no shame in my game. Mm-hmm. Because I am doing something for myself. I am growing and I am learning. And life is always about growing. Mm-hmm. And it's always about learning more things and becoming a better version of you. And that's what I'm doing. I just maybe did it a little backwards than what most of my... um co-workers or most of the people in my um, industry have done because they always usually go straight out of high school or a year or two out of high school Mm -hmm. and it's something that um, I did a little bit backwards Mm -hmm. (laughs) and side note how many people have you met who are like oh yeah my college mentology license like and you're like oh really when did you get that and 20 years ago did you use it nah yeah (laughs) you know what I mean yeah I mean not just cosmetology but any kind of license how many people have gone you know, and studied something so young when they didn't know themselves and know their passion. And then they ended up falling into something completely different. Uh, you know, another example, Christina. Yeah. Christina Toomey. Yeah. You know, she did something for such a long time. And then four and a half years ago, stumbled upon art. And she's exploding in the art industry. Yeah. You know, well, in even her way. Same as Shell Cleave, too. Yeah. She was in a completely different industry, decided to quit that job mm-hmm. and started a nonprofit. And she's like even older than me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she just sounds like such a happy and well-rounded woman. You know, all, all of these people we re- were interviewing know yeah. their focus, you know, yeah. and you know what? They might change their minds tomorrow, you yeah. know, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's my story. That's all she wrote. Folks. That's a fabulous story. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> you. So tell me what you're grateful for and what what all is going on with you. Well, um, okay, so this is very like I hope I don't start crying because And if you do, that's okay. I'll hold your hand. Thank you. I am very emotional today because Um, if you guys have been following, you know, I'm on this like personal growth thing. I've been making a lot of like, a lot of like aggressive, uh, turns and changes to try to, to really get to know myself and to really put myself in my best headspace. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, you know, I dealt with bullying recently and I was able to 
overcome that very quickly. I've dealt with bullying several times in my life. And, you know, part of it is psychology and understanding why they're the bully. And part of it is being able to control how I respond. Yeah. Well. That's key. Yes. And it's hard because I am an emotional person. I'm a, I, am, I am a sensitive person. I am a passionate person. And those three things can get you in a lot of trouble if you don't know how to curve them. Yeah. So true. And, um, well, so basically I've been, when, when Amber brought up this topic of gratitude, I knew that I, I knew that I wanted to talk about like, I don't want to say self-control or what control I have over, over myself, but more of like the place that I am like very accepting of, of my circumstances. And, and then I utilize and apply those. So I think self-control is a good description. I think it's you, you have taken a step back and you don't just react to things anymore. Right. You actually kind of think about what you're going to do Mm -hmm. instead of just doing. Sure. Which I think is a lot of self-control. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a version of self-control. I also don't want to be over-controlling to the point where I right. drive myself nuts. So it is a balance. But yeah. basically, the last few days, I've found myself in a very strange place. School was giving me a lot of anxiety. I just wanted to be so good, and I just felt like I wasn't applying myself or I wasn't good enough. It's okay. I dealt with it. Well... On the other side of it, I felt like I'm very happy with the place that I am in life as far as my workspace and my friends and how I respond to life. Well, of course, the universe does a really nice job of testing you when when you feel content and that's okay. So I had a friend who tried to bring me into drama that was none of my business. And what it was is this friend was trying to be was trying to be caring by bringing up somebody who I'm connected to. They try to like they they try to like be antagonistic almost like, "Oh, did you hear that this person might have been doing something negative behind your back about you?" You know. Yeah. In in the vaguest terms, I don't want to like I don't want to bring up anything specific, but and part of me doesn't really care. But then the other part of me is human, is human (laughs) and started to lose control. And this person told me this about 8 p.m. at night, 9 p.m. I literally spent the next four or five hours obsessing Mm -hmm. with my anxiety, with my past, obsessing over the fact that of of reanalyzing everything in my relationship Mm -hmm. with the person that they were telling me about. Mm -hmm. Are they trying to hurt me? Are they lying to me? Are you know, is there, is there something that I've missed going over like the scenarios? Just reanalyzing everything. Everything. Yeah. When hours before I was in such a content place just with life in general, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and something like this would have thrown me off for days, weeks, yeah. months, might have even ruined my relationship with that person because I would have felt the need to confront them and be like, uh, so excuse me, what's going on behind right. my back that I don't know. Right. And, and then instead of reacting in such a uh, extreme way, I decided 
to just let it go. Yay! (laughs) I decided to just let it go. A, because I'm hearing this, what is it, like, like, second or second hand. Yeah, second hand, third hand, you know. And then not only that, but, like, I know my heart. I know the other person's heart. I don't need a a middleman to try to stir up. Yeah. You know, any weird feelings. Yeah. So by being able to, like, walk myself through these little steps, I woke up this morning still feeling a little bit tight, but looking for a solution to get to the next place in my head. Uh-huh. You know, to, uh-huh. to let it go. Yeah. And and to just trust in in what I already know. Which what I already know is that it none of it matters. It's none of my business. Yeah. You know? It's none of my business if people are talking about me behind my back. It's none of my business. Because do you know what? It's going to happen mm-hmm. no matter what. It is going to happen no, no matter, matter who you are. I remember my mm-hmm. brother told me one time when I was a teenager. He goes, it doesn't matter who you are. He's like, people are always going to talk about you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <gasps> Yeah. And my little teenage mind was like, what? Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, no, no one's ever going to talk about me. Well, truth of the matter is, damn straight. They did. <laughs> and, and and always will. Yeah. And, you know, fortunately, I get to hear a lot of nice things about myself, you know. And people are like, oh, I was just, you know, having this conversation about you and how great you are. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice, right? But, yeah. you know. You can't control what's going on outside of you. You can only control what's going on inside of you. And like I said... Amen, sister. Something like this would have derailed me, would have broken my heart, yeah. you know, and caused me to have to talk about it and analyze it, you know, to extremes. And and it would have destroyed me. Mm-hmm. And, well, and now, with all of the tools that I've given myself, I'm... Within hours, I'm okay again, you know? That's so and it, awesome. It's so, it's just like, it's so relieving, you right? know? Because like the anxiety, it's still there. I, my chest might still feel a little bit tight, but you just keep reminding yourself of the, of, you know, all of the work you put in. You can only control yourself. I'm only worried about my own business and... What is it right now that I have to worry about? I have to worry about making sure that um, my bills are paid, my friends are happy, like my little circles, okay. Yeah. School is taken care of. School is taken care of. I'm being a good employee. Yeah. And that's it, you know? Yeah. And everything else is secondary. Mm-hmm. I, I think the reason why it made me so emotional was just because, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, proud of give myself. A <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> I am proud of myself, you know, and I don't want to mistrust people just because somebody said something or somebody's trying to stir the pot or somebody's just, you know, this person had no bad intentions. They were just trying to bring awareness to me of something that might or might not have to do with me personally. Yeah. But what you don't understand is when you try, when you start gossip like that, unless you really know what's going on, you're, you might just be hurting somebody. Yeah. You're hurting somebody's reputation or you're hurting the, the person's feelings, you know, yeah. who's involved. Because now I'm questioning. Well, and you're just stirring up something that doesn't need to be stirred up. Exactly. That's why you need to be careful about what you say to people and mm-hmm. how you say it. And that's definitely something that I learned growing up. Um, 
that I didn't learn until a little bit later, mm-hmm. um, when I was probably around your age, mm-hmm. was sometimes you just don't need to say anything. Yeah. Sometimes silence is golden. Exactly. And that's exactly how I feel. There's no need to say anything. I'm just grateful that I've, I can trust myself right now. Do you know what I'm grateful for for you? Is that this person did come to you and tell you this because you learned oh. that you can handle it way better than you would have before. Yeah. And now look, it's giving you that reflection of how far you've come. Yeah. And so thank you, person, for <laughs> fucking with my friend's head for a minute <laughs> because now she's learned that she's better off where she is and that she's come a long way. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, Amber, like... The girl you, if you had met me five years ago, like really, really, really known me well, I would have been a wreck. Yeah. I would have been a wreck. I would have been, I would have been the victim. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm not. Yeah. You know, this has nothing to do with me. Yeah. None of it has anything to do with me. Yeah. And, you know, like little baby side note, if it does, then it will come to light. It will be there in my face. And it will come to you in the way that it needs to. Exactly. And then you'll deal with it and kick ass again. Exactly. I'm just like, I can't believe that I'm okay right now. (laughs) I can't. I'm so excited for you. I'm just like, I feel so empowered. Good. You should. You know, like, and and a a little bit has has come from everybody. But honestly, guys, I'm going to give it to myself. I did the work to be here. Fuck yeah, you did. I I I read the books. I listened to to whatever I need to. High five, you friend. High five, you. So yeah, I'm just grateful. I mean, it's a bigger picture, but I'm grateful for the place that I am. That I can refocus and remember my heart, my intentions, my priorities, and only worry about my own business. Yeah, you know. Yes, you got it, yes. friends. You got it. Yes. And and actually, I have to thank um, Byron Katie. Yes. Um, and Super Soul Sunday. Super Soul Go Sunday. Oprah. Right? <laughs> thank you, Oprah, for creating another space for people to be inspired. Her, you know? her, if you guys have never listened to Super Soul Sunday, her podcast, seriously, like we all love Oprah. Let's just admit it. Yes. But the fact, like every time I listen to one of her episodes, I'm like, <sighs> She's so insightful. She's so insightful. And these people that she talked to are just amazing people who have been going through all of this stuff that we're talking to you about. Exactly. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's this gal's name again? Byron Katie. Um, So she has written several books, but what she was specifically talking about was this concept that she created, this um, structure called The Work. And there she talks about... um, I, I believe it was, I'm, I might mess it up a little bit, but it was like four things that four you things, yeah. have to accept. And then the other side of it was three, uh, the three uh, business elements, your business, everyone else's business and God's business. And that's, I know four and your business, everybody else's God's in. Uh, the, the four was um, the four questions you ask yourself when oh, you're, you're, yeah, you're right. in yeah. a struggle. The yes. first one was, is this true? And it's not about like overanalyzing it. It's about answering the question. Like when you have a thought in your head, which is, th- this is where it comes down to is this person put a thought, kind of put a thought into my head. I allowed them to put a thought in my head. Mm-hmm. And instead of asking if it was true or not, legitimately, I just started snowballing. Yeah. 
and just started overanalyzing, you know, like. Which the old Ava would have done for years. Oh, my gosh. I would have I would have done something to jeopardize the relationship with the third person. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. maybe come at them aggressively or maybe shut them out, you know, and just instead of just being like, is this true? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The truth is, is probably not. You know? Yeah. And even if it is, it's none of my business. Yeah. So with those two things in my pocket, I can go on living my life and being the happy, the happy, powerful young lady that I've created. Right. You know, and just keep going from there. But yeah, so listening to that interview was incredibly helpful, incredibly inspiring. And, and I that this isn't even the first time I've heard of her. My best friend kind of brought her into my my world several months ago when she was trying to do quote unquote the work Mm -hmm. and I definitely would encourage people who want to have more control over their thoughts to to listen to uh, Byron Katie and to kind of be willing to do the work because if you're not willing to do the work you're just treading water yeah you know, so true. You're you're sitting in those dark spaces, and you're allowing you're allowing the outside elements to affect you on a and and basically prevent you from being the best version of yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was pretty nuts. <laughs> I'm so happy for you, though. That's Thank you. such a great place to be in. And what's exciting about that too is when another situation like this comes up, you'll be able to like blow it off even faster yes. and to deal with it even faster. Yes. You know, another, I just want to, one last thing is that I say all of these things, but I believe it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, when you're trying to convince yourself, convince yourself of something and you just don't believe it. Like I've lived, I've lived in that place too. And, mm-hmm. and that's also part of growth, you know, like, yeah. Like, uh, when I first started doing yoga, I would be really quiet, but I'd be thinking a thousand things and, and I'd be, I wouldn't be like fully committed, but I would be halfway committed. And I was like, well, at least I'm halfway here, you know, or at least I'm giving it a shot. But like when you get to the point where you're fully developed, fully into it, fully diving into it, to when you're giving it your mm -hmm. all, when you fully believe it and you're convinced and accepting that's that's when your world starts really really shifting and that's where how you say when you you get you get out what you put in yes and that's true like Mm -hmm. in everything Mm -hmm. it's like you put in all of this work to make yourself a better person Mm -hmm. and look at what you're getting out of it you are a better person yes Yes. (laughs) i'm grateful i'm grateful that it happened like you said because i could see where i've become stronger yeah and who you've become oh my gosh my heart is so full that's why I feel so emotional because I just like I want to like it's like wanting to cry for like your sibling or somebody that you're like oh my god I'm so proud of you you did yeah, it you know yeah. like I said it's about you I know I'm proud like, of me I'm stepped I'm seeing myself from the outside and I'm just like oh my god girl like look yeah. you know I think that's where we both are we're both mm-hmm. in a place where we have grown so much that now we can see our situations for what it really is yes yeah absolutely yay I'm so glad that we did this. Um, did this podcast and this subject today because I think that I'm encouraged by it. Right. Even though part of it was my story. Right. But I'm just encouraged to see the growth that you've had. Mm -hmm. But friend, look at how far we've come. I know. It's so crazy. It's amazing. I'm so (laughs) 
excited. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited that I get to be on this journey with you because I always know that I have your support. Yes. Which is crucial knowing that, again, you aren't in this alone. I'm not in this alone. No. I have people I can turn to when Mm -hmm. I need that encouragement and that help. And so thank you for that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Miss Amber. This has been a fun, fun adventure. Yes. There's still so far to grow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope that you all are encouraged and inspired by our being encouraged and inspired. And, you know, just kind of remember to go out there into the world and support one another and encourage one another. Mm -hmm. I agree. Thank you so much again, guys, and have a fabulous day. Happy Monday. Bye. Peace.